we just we want to acknowledge right now that Christmas time, like while we talk about how joyful it is and how wonderful, like it's the most wonderful time of the year, right? It's all like happy and cheery. It's actually for some people a really hard time. And that might be you sitting in, in this room today. Maybe Christmas reminds you of someone that you've lost because they're not here with you to celebrate. Or maybe uh, mental health is an issue in your family and it's, it gets worse this time of year. Financial struggles maybe uh, get, get harder at this time of year and you just become more aware of that. So if that's you, uh, we just, we're with you. We acknowledge it. We love you. Or we're here for you. And if you need anything, you know, we're, we're here. We're a church. We're a family. So I do want to acknowledge that today if you're in that space. We love you guys. Um, however, the first time that this news was shared, it was the most joyful thing. Like, it was amazing. So the, the shepherds were the first to hear it about Christmas, the real meaning of Christmas. They were in their flocks like we, like we heard from the, the play. They were sitting there uh, looking after their sheep, and boom, you know, there's, there are these angels uh, up in the sky. So let's read that together. I'll, I'll read it for you, actually. Um, it's probably too long to read together, but check this out. Um, and action. <laughs> okay, do you have it? Oh, no, I was meant to do that. That's right. Um, where is that? I was going to do this part. I don't think I can, Katie. You're, you're going to have to do it because I've got to hold this. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, oh, and yeah, today in the town of David, next, yeah, next one. In the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find him a you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared. Even more angels came. They, they were praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven, just like we sing. And peace on earth to those on whom his favor rests. And the good news came because of the bad news. There was bad news first, believe it or not. Paul talked about it in Romans. Here's the bad news. All have sinned. All people have sinned and all fall short, continually, continually fall short of the glory of God, that righteous standard that he requires. Bad news. Sorry. Hey, kids, if your teachers tell you you're perfect just the way you are, they're wrong, okay? And that's what society wants us all to hear. You're just fine. You're perfect just the way you are. And that's not actually true, is it? The bad news is we're not. We're not none of us are perfect. We all fall short of God's glorious standard, but we're, we're beautiful just the way he's made us. But it's not complete without a Savior. The next verse, uh, the next time you see Paul talk about this is in chapter 5, and it's good news. But, thank God for the but, but God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still in the middle of our sin. Anybody done with sinning yet? Raise your hand. You done? You've, okay. 
Oh, are you? Okay, talk to your parents. Um, um, no, we're, we're all still in the midst of our sin, okay? We are imperfect beings, and God came in the middle of that for you right now, right here, in the midst of your imperfection, in the midst of you not adding up. He died for you. And again in chapter 6, bad news, the wages of sin, it's death. Eternal death. That's bad news. But good news. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That is the message. And this would have been really good news for the Jews. Like like life-changing news for the people of Israel who were trying to live up to God's standard through the Old Testament law. There was so much that they had to do. There was all these rules and do's and don'ts. And then if you sin, then there's sacrifice and there's burnt offerings. And, and you got to do it again the next day because you keep sinning and it was never going to be enough. And in part, the law was given to us so that we would know that we can't do this on our own. We will never be able to make a way to God by trying real hard or being real smart. Or being good because it's just not good enough. And that's why it's called the good news. And it's because of the bad news that Jesus, now think about this Jesus is the only person in history. In fact, no one else has ever claimed this about themselves or about anyone else. Jesus is the only person in history to offer a succinct, and clarifying answer to the question of how good is good enough. He's the only one. And do you know what his answer was or is? Do you know what he said? Because it's, it's offensive. In, in the first century, it got him crucified. How good is good enough? Jesus. Jesus is good enough, and you're not that good, and I'm not that good, and it's why we need a Savior, not a list, not an 11th commandment, not a do-over, not, a, not some sort of workaround, not an excuse. We need a Savior. You need a Savior. It's why the world needed Jesus, and that is why it's called good news, because Jesus is the only one good enough to do for us what we could not do for ourselves. So our message to you today is not if you, if you work really hard and you're really, really smart, you can figure out how to find a way to God. Our message today is that God loved us enough and knew we could never do this on our own. And so he made a way to us himself. And the way that he made to us was this way right here. The way that he made to us was a cross. And on it, the Son of God gave his life so that you and I could commune with God through the finished work of the cross. Our message today is Jesus. There's just something about that name, isn't there? Kings and kingdoms will come and go, but there's just something about the name of Jesus, the enduring 
loving, saving name of Jesus. And that's who we gather around today. So we're going to take communion. Um, in, you can do it in family groups if you have kids in the room, uh, or you can do it alone. That's okay. So if you, can, if you guys can get the communion ready, I will pray. And we will remember together Jesus' death. We will celebrate his resurrection and give thanks for his forgiveness. That little cracker that we all eat, it's not just a cracker. It means it symbolizes Jesus' body that was broken for us. And that, that bit of juice that we're about to drink, that symbolizes his blood that was poured out for us because we are not good enough on our own. We need a Savior. And that is the message that everyone needs to hear this Christmas. Let's pray. God, we love you and we thank you for forgiving us. We thank you for making a way to us through the cross. And so right now we just gather around that table symbolically and we, we celebrate that. We remember it and we give thanks for who you are. And we will always, always, always keep you central in our lives, not just at Christmas time, but every time we gather here in this church, it's under the name of Jesus, the name that saves all, the name that lasts forever, the name that is a firm foundation. And if we put our faith in you, we will not be shaken. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.